Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the CBT Kenya podcast. Uh, it's your host Alan, and uh, today we are honored to have a guest speaker, a psychologist, uh, Mr. Lambert Oigara. Um, so today uh, we'll be we'll be speaking on ADHD, ADHD, which in full is attention deficit hyperactive disorder. So uh, we'll know the causes of, of ADHD, the symptoms of ADHD, the treatment approaches to ADHD and how to live for those having this particular disorder. So uh, just to introduce the topic, um, we know that almost or nearly all children have times when their behaviors are out of control. They may, they may speed about in constant motion for example, or make noise non-stop, or even refuse to wait their turn. They may crush everything around them. Other times, they may they may they may be, they may seem to daydream or uh, fail to pay attention or fi- finish whatever they start. Those that is typical for, with the normal children. However, for some children, these kinds of uh, behaviors are more than an occasional problem. Children with ADHD have behavioral problems that are so frequent and severe that they interfere with their ability to live their normal lives, to live normal lives rather. Often, uh, they have trouble getting along with other siblings or other children at school, at home or any other setting. Those with, uh, those with trouble paying attention usually have trouble learning in school. Some have an impulsive nature, and this may put them in actual physical danger. Left untreated, more severe forms of ADHD can lead to serious lifelong problems such as uh, poor grades in school, run-ins with the law, uh, or uh, failed relationships, substance abuse problems, or even inability to keep a job. So, uh, with this, We'll get to have get we'll get to understand more on ADHD as we hear what um, Mr. Lambert Oigara has to say on the topic. So stay tuned as we explore this topic and learn the most we can. Earlier today, we are with our very own Lambert Oigara. Will, uh, who has a broad history on matters ADHD. So uh, we'll get him to make us understand how this disorder, how to go about it, how to uh, seek treatment and how to live with people with such conditions. So uh, we'll go straight to the points. So uh, we'll start by the definition of ADHD and whether or not it is a mental illness. Okay. Yes, okay, thank you, uh, Alan, for this podcast. I really because I know it's important to uh, continue this conversation. Conversation matters like this one. So, Asante uh, Sandra. And straight down to your point, it is ADHD. Um, first of all, I will start with 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stands for attention deficit hyperactive disorder. And it is a condition that presents a child uh, in uh, the diagnostic manual that is used to describe or define mental illness. Uh, they call it a neuro and um, neurodevelopmental uh, condition. Yeah, and this means that it's, it's a condition that you're uh, born with and it's um, I mean, it affects you in many different ways um, from childhood. So ADHD does not present itself when you are 15, 20, or 30. It starts mm-hmm. in childhood. And the most common symptom that you see in a child with ADHD is um, basically a child who is restless, cannot sit still, they are hyper, and maybe they, they cannot. They don't seem to listen. Uh, if you send them to the shop, for example, with a long list, mm-hmm. and uh, you expect them to uh, have a memory or a mental kind of record of the list, mm-hmm. they might go and come back with a lot of things, or not in the call because they either bought the wrong stuff, or um, they totally absolutely forgot. And it's not pretense, it is just the nature of the condition. And, uh, these children tend to get into trouble uh, because of forgetfulness. Um, another very important symptom is that of inattentiveness, whereby you find a child will be here, but they are not here. Mm-hmm. And by this, I mean uh, their mind wanders. So, for example, a child who is expected to be in class or sitting in class and the teacher is teaching. Um, but as the teacher is speaking, the, the child is just looking at the lyrics moving up and down and their minds are going to do whatever it is. They are thinking about many different things. They don't think about lunchtime and it goes on and on and on. And finally, enough, a number of these children, if they are actually um, asked a question by the teacher, surprisingly, they might be able to answer the question. Others, unfortunately, find themselves so in a nutshell, those are the symptoms of this condition. One point I want to uh, emphasize is that for the longest, ADHD was not in the childhood disorder. It starts in the childhood and then it disappears. The question for many, many practitioners was where does it go? And uh, it is practically become part of Okay, okay. So uh, we are happy that ADHD doesn't begin at adulthood. It begins from childhood all the way to. Okay, so. Uh, and is ADHD a mental illness? Mm, yeah, that is a very interesting if you look at um, the spectrum that I'm using, for example, THD, mm-hmm. you would find that there is what you call mild or moderate and severe symptoms. So, in answer to your question, the, question, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's just a keeping of physical illness. Mm-hmm. And then you ask me whether, uh, or you wonder whether this person has a physical illness. The physical health issues there, it could be that it is very mild and it's not affecting your function. 
example, we could be predisposed to diabetes. Mm-hmm. But because of the lifestyle that we're living, diabetes might not be a healthy thing, might not be a good thing. Are you getting it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so and there are many people there who lead a very healthy lifestyle. What do they eat? And they're able to actually, you know, they don't get to a total of diabetes or a So the answer to that question is yes, it is a mental illness. Okay. The other way of looking at it also is that one, you find that there are many people in the population who will never come to their attention about the cause. The cause, ADHD is working in their favor. By this I mean, there are so many people out there who the environment enables them to function very well. And an example would be a sportsman. Mm-hmm. If you're a sportsman and you have a lot of energy, and you're taking your school, your teachers appreciate that academic is important, but also focusing on someone's strengths is equally important. Yeah. Then they ensure that you channel your energy in the right direction. Then this person might end up becoming a very good sportsman, mm-hmm. despite being a DHE very competitive. Another example is people who are actors mm-hmm. or artists, musicians, or creatives, as we call them. Mm-hmm. These people have ADHD and they never come to attention because the symptoms of ADHD are working in their favor and the environment, which is extremely important, is an environment that is supporting, mm-hmm. understanding, and as a result, ADHD is not of clinical concern. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you might conclude that, yeah, the environment can contribute a lot to how the Symptoms of ADHD or mm. mm. So ADHD is not only negative. Absolutely. In fact, when it comes to even treatment, we try to ask ourselves what is some of the strength that this person has? Mm. Are we able to channel this strength in the right direction? Mm. And as a result, then you find that people find. So ADHD alcohol is not a bad condition. And many a times you'll find that I'm a strong believer. Mm-hmm. But after an assessment, you might realize that an individual needs more of education and therapy mm-hmm. and less of treatment to manage ADHD. Mm-hmm. But when please don't get me wrong, when these symptoms of ADHD started affecting you early, mm-hmm. the environment is not supporting then this person might need combination of education and therapy. Okay, so both are very important. It depends on the presentation. So education has its place, and therapy has its place, and education has its place. If you have insights and you have vision to get help, then many people in each level function very well in society. Okay. And uh, how is uh, how common is ADHD? Good question. I mean, uh, when you look at the global statistics, the, uh, the prevalence of ADHD is about two two percent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In or about in terms of in adults. What if we break it down to male and female? Or when you break it down to male and female. And it's good that you're asking that question. Mm-hmm. For the long, long time, we think of 
past ADHD was divided into those ADHD with a H, right now, and there was the ADHD, attention deficit disorder, which for a long time was diagnosed with England. ADD. ADD. So ADD was associated with England, and less with that. So you say, oh, boys are the ones who are not you, who are always left in trees, who are in here, who want to work to work. So it completely depicts the boys. And in girls, because of the inattentive subtype and the environment, we encourage girls to be in a certain way. You find that it might not be picked. But unfortunately, girls who are, who are hyper would be labeled or tomboy, you know. But you see, over time, it has become clear that ADHD in both men and women, statistically, might not be a mathematical. That's it. I think that's understandable enough. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to uh, what criteria or uh, how do you diagnose ADHD? Which symptoms must I present for me to be diagnosed with ADHD? Okay, um, that's a good question. ADHD sometimes presents very, very interesting. You could present to me mm -hmm. as someone who's anxious. Mm -hmm. Okay, someone else would present to me as someone who's abusing to us. And maybe some people would come and say, Oh, this person thinks a lot. Okay, and, but when you look at the, the history, you find that this person may not fit the bill of someone who, who is addicted to alcohol. Because you may not find people who are big drinkers, or they can go to a party this weekend, the next weekend, they drink large quantities. So ADHD presents in many different ways. Someone may present with depression, okay, and uh, the real, real outage of the depression is ADHD. Someone may present with relationship problems, okay, and you find that all the problems being in one relationship are so much of them in relationship to get into the body of the relationship. You might find someone who's having problems at work with their bosses. Okay? These are used for busy being restless, they're not able to complete tasks or their last minute. Mm -hmm. And so ADHD presents in very different ways. Okay. <laughs> How to diagnose it? Now uh, you need uh, an expert mm -hmm. who will be able to like, diagnose it earlier. That's it for diagnosis. I think uh, we should have uh, get to to know the causes. I think first instead of but it's okay. But you can just uh, maybe shed some light on what are some of the causes of ADHD. Mm -hmm. 
on a Even when you look at many of the so really when we talk about causes of the mm. one thing that we have to take is genetics. Adult develop ADHD. Treatment options. What treatment options are available for this?
So what you're saying is ADHD is treatable? Prevention mechanisms for. Experience, maybe you could also shed some light on uh, 
the difference between ADHD and anxiety because uh, we see that some of the symptoms of ADHD include hyperactivity, which can, could be mistaken for anxiety, also inattentiveness. So are there, are there some distinguishing characteristics that uh, we can use to, to put this aside as ADHD and this as anxiety? Because you see, when we talk about anxiety, uh, you will find that uh, one, many people are not really necessarily born with anxiety, like we will see. Many people who are anxiety speaking are not necessarily have the same symptoms that you find in someone who is ADHD. So, that in itself, when we talk about the symptoms of anxiety, that is to be. Okay. Because when you talk about anxiety, some of the symptoms will probably have the patient and then you might find yourself, if like now we are sitting, we have expressed ourselves, the ideas might disappear, the voice might start shaking, I think I wish I might accept it, and you might actually kind of really find yourself in a space where you feel like so you know they're gonna die. Mm -hmm. You know, which is quite um, the opposite of the physical Many people Very different diagnosis. Yeah, totally. But if I have anxiety, I can assume you have Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, uh, I think um, that's all for ADHD. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Yeah. You've, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, you've, uh, you've shared uh, a lot with us. So uh, I know we'll be able to maybe apply this in our every, everyday lives know how to live better with people with ADHD. So thank you very much, Mr. Lambert. Okay.